failure of audio engineering. I don't know what you're talking about. Well, I can hear it. What mistakes were made are now in the past and gone. <laughs> Happy Mother's Day. It's me. What's today, Neil? May 14th, 2017. And this is episode 15. And that is... The Mother's Day Solution. I don't oh, know how it. to turn it off. <laughs> <laughs> Give me a sec. That that's a good that's a good alarm ringtone because you, it's there's quaint. not really like a melody, but it just kind of drives you nuts. At least so it gets to me pretty quickly. It, it, it ramps up in the morning, so it's kind of like waking up to a sunrise. My sister's fiance, his uh, wake up ringtone because he sleeps like the dead is literally like some sort of barnyard dubstep sound. And it is at the loudest possible volume. And it is the most like traumatic thing I've ever heard waking up before. Do you mean it's like, He'll like barnyard s- animals making sounds that create dubstep? Yes. Someone fucking stole that idea from me. It was on, <laughs> Fetch. It was on Fetch Quest like a couple of years ago. I'm glad, I'm glad someone, you know... Well, no, what I should say is I really wish no one would have ever stole that from you. Or if they did steal it, they destroyed it at the same point in time. It's bad. It's so bad because he'll sleep through it for like an hour straight. So every 10 minutes, it's just like chicken squawks and other weird barnyard sounds. At least it's not a dolphin going <laughs> as part of your like high frequency uh, oh, yeah. pulsating Wait, sound. They don't, they don't use dolphins for that? You know, oh, I just assumed it was a dolphin. <laughs> there aren't any dolphin farms as far as I know. The lion, the lion's roar is your bass drop. <laughs> I, I've thought about this for a while. I'll listen to that. Let's do it. New project. Animals is the name of the album. Masters of Dubstep Animals. I'm down. You know what's really annoying, though? Uh having roommates that fall asleep to dvds and, and the dvds have playing. the repeating dvd menu oh yeah yeah, yeah that'd be why really didn't you bad. just turn off the dvd after because the they're in their fell bedroom you kill your roommate i would have snuck in you would have killed my roommate for me no no i would have just no, snuck, no, in. Would have snuck in and taken snuck care in of it. naked and taking care of it <laughs> so nah, just in case <laughs> i i have to digress that didn't want it to be awkward at all Sneaking around your apartment naked is not that big of a deal. I've I've done it enough times. That scramble from my my bedroom <laughs> to the shower <laughs> in the morning, <laughs> just like well, there's a really small chance he's going to open his door right now. <laughs> is the towel not good enough, or do you just keep the towels in the bathroom? I keep the towel in the bathroom. Yeah, uh, it's like it's six very strenuous steps, <laughs> <laughs> very intense yeah. stress. Build exhilarating steps. Are those the most exciting steps in your day? That's what gets me up in the morning. D- does that get you off Quite. in the morning too? <laughs> God no. <laughs> Trying to shower, Neil. So what's everyone been up to? <laughs> Aside you know, from you know voyeurism, you know it's a it's nice outside it where is. we're at. So got some ferns planted in the backyard the other day. Nice. I complained to Cookie about my sunburn because it was nice out. I spent a bunch of time outside. Meanwhile, I'm just sweating because it's slightly hotter <laughs> than normal. 
We were earlier talking about how fit Neil is compared to everybody else. <laughs> and it turns out he's the fat one of the group. <laughs> Tall Adonis of muscle. All four grams Woo! of it. Take it off. Had to take off the top button. Let me let me see that necklace just one more time here. You're almost as bad as the girls who get that like tattooed on their ankle. Or right. they or they make a heart out of a bass clef. I have an excuse for it. For everybody, you should explain what it is that yeah. I've become indignant with. All right, so if, if I'm going <laughs> to give you the whole story, then you're going you're gonna to shake your head even more. <laughs> it's a treble clef, which then, this is actually a set piece, so it goes into a second uh, pendant or necklace. Which, which is, is a bass clef, I assume. It's a moon. It's a moon. Which, with a, which like, is a slight why? twist. Yeah, yeah, I have. I'm thrown for a loop. <laughs> you would think if there's a creative way to do like a, a a bass clef with a treble clef. Yeah, I mean that certainly seems that someone's musical. No, it's just a moon. Yeah, um, and it's on like one of those small ball chain necklaces right now. Yeah, uh, and th- there's like a rhinestone at the bottom loop de loop of the uh, treble clef. Is which, it cubic zirconia or is it solid diamond? It's diamond all the way. Okay. Diamond is unbreakable baby <laughs> uh no um yeah i don't know the girlfriend gave it to me so i always wear it as a uh a symbol of good good faith of so loyalty. I, yeah so i'm i'm getting getting in trouble with tiff later she finds out she doesn't listen to this podcast to it's okay <laughs> thank goodness well, maybe maybe the first five minutes, so you might be in trouble. <laughs> so if it's the same as Fetch Quest, she doesn't listen to it because she gets pissed off listening to it. Because she doesn't like your opinion, like all the other old Fetch Quest listeners, or <laughs> damn, I, I don't think it's That's necessarily why we got my opinion. Base. Because I I do love I do love the old Fetch Quest episodes because I like having you on there as a very different perspective. Yeah. Than I played spin tires for three months straight and I haven't touched another game, Jared. And then, you know, Matt and Lachlan have different proclivities too. But like you guys make made a well-rounded team. I think we, we three do as well. Yeah, yeah. Except I feel like your opinion's gotten better over the years. I mean, you still play games that you prod women into singing, right? Right? You tune them. <laughs> I mean, you're still playing that, but, but <laughs> you're playing some more mainstream stuff too. Don't it, forget that time he was a space bartender. Oh god, that oh, game I didn't was get to great. hear about this. What? Real quickly, it's called Valhalla. V A one one Hall dash A short. You know, I like that. Okay. Valhalla, and you just give people drinks and talk to them about their problems, and that's about it. It's actually pretty interesting. It's maybe one of like it's in the top five for 2017 for me. That does sound fun, actually. Yeah, not bad. It doesn't help. Am I? Yeah, I'm pinning through already. Like You're I fine. am so <laughs> undeniably Neil, do you need hot to, right now. Do you need to record in the nude? Uh, <laughs> is that you laboring over the decision whether to or not to? <laughs> or is that you turning into a puddle here? Bit of both. Would you like a fan? I'm okay for now. I'll I'll find something if if Fancy Ramen comes has to plenty it. of fans. Just like a hot steaming like the nine. A pipe and hot bowl of ramen. Sometimes I just have, I, I don't know where this is going. Oh, yeah. yeah he totally it, came in drinking a cup of coffee. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you got a cup right. of coffee there. It's a chai tea, actually. A chai tea latte. Oh, you're right. That'll change the temperature. <laughs> <laughs> it does. It does. It, it's full of soul compared to coffee being just, I, I, I whatever. Okay, uh, Neil, tell us about your week. So, um, 
I've been reading a lot of manga while doing a lot of the uh, rendering and editing for the last few videos series we've done, which it's nice that we actually have like more video content coming out because it's been a while. Speaking uh, of updating the Facebook page now. <laughs> oh, I think I've already posted our, our video that went up last night. I was hoping to get that up on Friday. Yeah, no, I saw that. No, did you post it on Facebook? Facebook, yes. Oh, go, go you. I know, right? Okay, yeah. Uh, in particular, one, mon- uh, one manga title that I came across was called Kusumi-kun. And I'm hoping that's actually correct, because it might be Kusumi-kun. And the only reason I'm bringing this up is because I, I think that this anime is going to one day be like another mediocre love comedy anime. Did I just call an anime or a well, manga? Yeah, yeah. But you did say anime on our uh, notes as well, though. And manga, <laughs> manga can become an anime. So, and I predict that this one will. Basically, is just a goofy story about this girl, like the popular girl in the class, being in love with the boring, quiet kid that has not said a single thing, as far as I've read so far. So is he he's like completely uninteresting, and that's the gag. Yeah, exactly. So normal not even normal like uh he he seems to do things that also like make him less than normal like he likes birds so he'll go and try and feed birds and when he tries to smile to the birds he gets like a gangster smile and the birds get scared off (laughs) but that's apparently endearing uh aside from that i've been playing more mario kart 8 deluxe and it's really nice to be able to play a mario kart game after like regularly after like more than a decade since 64 has been like my last Mario Kart game. But in doing so, I've kind of learned that the, like the individual Joy-Cons suck. I hate playing on those individual Joy-Cons. And you're talking about when they're held horizontally, right? Yep, that's correct. Have you, have you tried finding and picking up the uh, w- steering wheels yet? No, steering wheels. You know how like the Wii had the steering wheel that you can buy that little attachment? So you like pop it in and now yeah, you have... Yeah, you put the Wiimote so, in the center but of the wheel. Instead of doing that, you control it like a normal thing. It actually increases the size of the controller of that Joy-Con. And it makes the um, L&R buttons like really long. Less shit? Yes. Hmm. Because I really don't like the L&R buttons with the attachment or without them. Um, and I think another big thing too is that... If you're stuck with the left Joy-Con, you're always turning left because, you know, what, what has been played on this game or on this Joy-Con beforehand? Zelda. What are you pushing playing mm. Zelda half the time up, which is left <laughs> when you're playing on that Joy-Con? It, I mean, you don't, you don't like backtrack through the world of Zelda. It is a lot but cooler looking when you turn the camera around and then place to place. run towards the camera instead. Yeah. Not uh, that Neil's played Zelda. <laughs> yeah, only a little bit. Well, when it, when the one time I did get to play a little bit of Breath of the Wild, I was intent on snapping a selfie after I killed this like really big monster. So oh, I, hell yeah. I like, tried to hunt it down like three or four times, and then I'd go to take the selfie, and I'd just be like a second too late before they exploded, and I was heartbroken. Did I tell you guys about some of the... like? detailed script work that went into Zelda and like how fucking impressive it is. Like you can jump on top of a table and then talk to an NPC by the table and they'll criticize you for jumping on the table. 
I didn't know that. That's amazing. And that totally makes sense because you used to be able to do that in some of the other games. Like just be in really weird spots and start a conversation using like your fairy and Z targeting. It, it's fascinating. I'm really impressed with like the amount of detail that went into things that I think the majority of players will never see. Right. Either. Breath of the Wild, still worth the wait. <laughs> Just, I'll play it someday. Uh, but I might have added Who's play motivation. First? Who's going to beat it first? Oh, Scott probably Scott. Probably Scott. Con- Scott doesn't even have the console. Yeah, <laughs> I'm now like 25 hours into Persona 5 New Game Plus. So, But I've got Persona 5 waiting for me when I get back to my PlayStation 4. Oh, that's, so... that's true. It's not like you're going to have one choice or the other. Right. So I thought I'd probably knock that out first, is get Persona out of the way. Yeah, it's only 100 hours. It won't take too too long. <laughs> I promise I'll play other games, because I don't want to talk about that on the podcast for the rest of my tenure. Oh, man. And speaking of which, when we... Uh, we, need, we need to do the spoiler cast at some point, too. Uh, anyways, Joy-Cons are expensive. They're 80 bucks for a set, and... It's $70 for a pro controller. Granted, these are prices straight out of Best Buy since I happened to stop by uh, earlier yesterday. Why would you buy the set of Joy-Cons if you don't like using the Joy-Cons horizontally? Absolutely no reason. So I think I'm going to be picking up a pro controller after the next paycheck. Those pro controllers look pretty good. Yeah, I mean, they are. Nintendo always makes their best controller the one that's also the most expensive (laughs) and doesn't come with the console. The non-included. Uh, Does it have HD rumble? You know, I I don't know. Maybe that's why it's cheaper. Yeah, that's probably why. Pay that extra money for that HD rumble. HD rumble is pretty pretty awesome. How is that going to be used in a game, though? Well, I mean, if my if my controller had the type of battery life that it, I'm saying, if I built a controller that had the type of battery life that uh, some of those Nintendo like old wii u pro controllers those things had like 60 hours of battery life or something i'd be using my hd rumble to give myself a hand massage the whole time i'm playing (laughs) he says hand (laughs) but we all know it's something else (laughs) aside from that oh you, you know even to support your claim about the wii u pro controller yeah i used one all the way through uh like the second half of um Twilight Princess mm-hmm. into like one half of uh, Tokyo Mirage sessions, and it's still like I did not have to charge it once. Yeah, it is crazy. They last forever. It actually used to drive me insane because Kyle never charged his. So when I saw the red light, it's like, do you know how long you have to go without charging to see this red light? Are you gonna charge it? And he's like, I'll charge it when it dies. <laughs> like, what are you doing? Like twenty hours later, oh. dude. Yeah, I know. I'm so anal retentive about that though. Like. If I see a red light on anything or like a need to charge, I'll charge it. You don't know when we're going to run out of electricity. We may go off the grid at any second. <laughs> and at that point, he's going to need that pro controller to play yeah. that console. <laughs> and you got to save the rest of the energy for the backup generator to power the Wii U. I wonder if you could use a bike generator to actually run enough oh, juice yeah. to a console. Yeah. Like as you're playing it, so mm, let's say you haven't you reserved wanna, anything. Yeah, you might want to have a little more to start. I think there's a PlayStation VR thing for that. Where you're on a bicycle, and I have seen the bike VRs that exist, yeah, but they're not they, specific to PlayStation. They need there's PlayStation, PlayStation VR Tour really? de France. There, that would be amazing. I've got, the, I've got the demo for the game for my PlayStation VR where you've got to actually use a bike to pedal and 
how how does the PlayStation know you're pedaling? It's hooked up. It's like the exercise bike's hooked up to the PlayStation via USB, and it oh. goes off the. Yeah, pedaling. you just plug the USB into the spokes. And so in the Tour de France VR, uh, like at what point do you have to inject yourself with steroids or have a teammate do it for you? I mean, I don't. I don't know if you really need to take it that far. VR steroids? What's wrong with that? I d- VR steroids? Sure. Crap! I don't need to take it that far. Fuck! You've been hey, ju- you know <laughs> what? <I'm> juicing. <laughs> Peyton Manning's wife will gladly buy those from you. <laughs> Does she juice? Uh, I don't know what came of it, but the accusation was that she was getting the steroids under her name for Peyton Manning. Oh. Oh. Well, he's got to heal that broken neck that he had a couple seasons ago, right? Sports. I know these. Yeah. I've been watching a lot of hockey. Dude, hockey's, hockey's actually one of the best sports to watch, I think. Did you watch, uh, what's his face? Uh, Crosby? Sig- uh, Sid- Sidney Crosby, Crosby of the Pittsburgh Penguins. Yeah, he, he got a concussion like a week ago, and then four or five days after that concussion, he gets slammed into the wall again. <laughs> And he's he's out. he's out for a bit, but he goes back in the same game, and everyone's like, "Well, okay, I guess he, you know, he didn't have a concussion." After watching his head on the replay slam against the glass, yeah, no concussion, my ass. More like he didn't want to acknowledge the concussion. Exactly. Every yeah. every talk show you heard him on afterwards, he was like, "Yeah, I just I knew I got the wind knocked out of me." <laughs> <laughs> wait, wait, wait! He wasn't just like blankly staring and drooling. <laughs> You know, James Harden of the Rockets switching to NBA. Now, he looked like a guy that had a concussion because he was passing balls into the stand afterwards. Like, whoa. Oh, you're not you're not sitting in row four. My bad. (laughs) Anything else you have to say? No, that that's about it. I just I'm going to be 70 bucks poorer next week. That's what Nintendo wants to hear. Speaking of being 70 bucks poorer. What you been up to, Scott? I haven't, I haven't spent any money, not yet, not yet. I'm a, I'm actually about to probably drop thirty dollars on a game called Player Unknown Battlegrounds. Have either of you heard of this? I've I watched have an and, hour of it, and I was like tempted to push that button to buy it like two weeks ago. It's thirty bucks, so yeah. yeah. Now I'm angry that I didn't push that button two weeks ago when it wasn't thirty dollars. Yeah. Wait, what was it then? Was it not that nineteen ninety nine? That's for the I'm long talking dark. about something else. Yeah. Oh, that is the long dark. Yeah. Yeah. Either here, way. Quick transition. I forgot to mention part of the reason people were pissed uh, about that long dark announcement was also that they transitioned from having a uh, twenty dollar uh, store price to a thirty five dollar price. Sorry, that was part of the reason people were pissed. They asked for more money and they didn't provide moose. That was a really important thing for me to note. The extra $15 from every user from now on will be going directly into the Moose Fund. Yeah. <laughs> they have a separate You really need to do PR the for them because he's such an apologist. Yeah, you know, you know how, to, how to reignite my passion for that game. Now, on the topic of player unknown battlegrounds. Good, yes. I'm glad we're back to this. If I, I'm going to present you with one scenario, scenario and then another scenario afterwards. Let's say I play Daisy, HZ three, whatever the hell Daisy. H1, a lot of those games. Um, what does this game Which offer means me? Hemagglutinin one, 
zombie gluten in one. <laughs> uh, or zombie in a days because the end's supposed to be neuraminidase. I just want to do more mobile stuff. Um, so this game offers you more action than Daisy H1Z1. Yeah, and I think it is it's been described to me as is like a less annoying and shitty uh like Arma 3, Arma mod. 3 mod. Yeah, like it's the Daisy PVP without the zombies and it's not nearly as like obnoxious in how clunky it controls. I hear it's still obnoxious in plenty of other ways. Like there's lag issues and, and my buddy who's convincing me to pick up the game, like he's running, he's running one of the best computers possible right now with, with all of the, uh, you know, parts that are available on the market. Like, the highest end stuff he could purchase. And he's like, yeah, it's still like just absolute garbage. When I first boot this thing up, he's like, it is the most poorly optimized game I've played in ages. So for all of its bugs, it still sounds like it's a blast. Like a lot of people are having fun. I have a group of friends that there's like six or seven who have already picked it up and now they're playing together quite a bit. Now I want to be left out. Uh, yeah, I, I can understand that. Something in me just wonders why these online I, I don't even know what to call these games because Daisy is not a zombie survival game because humans are the bigger threat. And assuming you Stairs have enough time are the biggest threat in that game. <laughs> Ladders the amount are of also times the I've biggest broken threat. my fucking leg. I'm not afraid of anything but stairs. <laughs> so with that said, why is it that every multiplayer online com like massively online combat arena free for all hunger game style game uh battle royale style probably is a better way to put it no nah, hunger games is probably more people know that yeah i guess yeah it's it's got better uh there's ramen in the title of our of our podcast <laughs> i'm pretty sure everyone all 17 how many people do we have normally on the youtube channel 17,000 yep all 17,000 people know about battle royale okay I, I think we average something like 70 listens a week right now oh nice. that number is probably inflated because we have multiple 000? yes <laughs> Jeez, uh, from I'm, the podcast alone that is the uh the audio version so with that on like you know in the back of your head why is it that all of these games feel like, or at least seem like they come from the same system or, uh, not, they, not like unreal. Cause not they're, like that, cause they're all on PC. Is that what you're saying? Not necessarily because, you know, Halo is now on PC. There's call of duty and, uh, Oh but my those God, were, COD, uh, you're, you're talking like console CSGO. originals too. But yeah. CSGO, CSGO is a game that originated on the PC technically through Half-Life, and yet not, it plays much more fluidly than Daisy. But it needs that survival element, and it needs a so two-man team. why not introduce the survival element into a better acting engine first, and then push it into that direction? Because we don't have the money to use that engine, Neil, okay? This theoretical game company is failing! <laughs> this is an HTML-based video game, Neil, okay? Yeah. <laughs> 
because I, I, I love the idea that. of Hunger Games slash Battle Royale style gameplay, not with the same context. You know, I don't want to have a love story gone in the middle of my fight. You don't want to find out that old girls on her period? What? Is that is That's that a thing? In Battle Royale. Oh, in yeah. Battle Royale, yeah. Yeah. Not on Hunger Games. I don't think they cared so much. I don't no, I don't think so. <laughs> so I, I don't want that type of thing. But <laughs> no, no one wants that type of thing. <laughs> I tracked you down and knew premise... you were on your period. Here's some tampons. <laughs> Have a good day. <laughs> <laughs> oh man. <laughs> the the premise of being set in like some sort of natural arena with only like the devices handed to me in a well-playing game interests me way more. So, sorry, that, that's my, my little hate rant. So, moving on from there, it does look significantly better. Uh, I think we can make this game, Neil. In Visual Basic. <laughs> no, no, no. I think there's a way to customize Halo to have, like, weapon drops. So we can make this but game, But there's Neil. no survival aspect to it. Oh, but maybe one, you could. Wait, but one uh, life. <laughs> is there is there survival in player unknown? I mean, you're trying to make it to the end of the round, but it's not like you're foraging for mushrooms. No, well, we're talking survival in last man standing kind of survival at this point now. Yeah, but no, but, no you're right. But there's, you can do that with Halo. Yeah, there, there are game types like that. Actually, the closest thing to that is uh, called Mongoose Sumo, and it's the best Halo mod. It's essentially a floating platform, and at every like set period in time, the perimeter drops out, and so everybody's fighting to stay on this oh, platform. Oh yeah, and yeah, mongoose. sumo mongo, or mongoose sumo. Yeah, Sorry. that and sounds if, fun. If your s- mongoose gets rolled, or you hop off of it, you explode and die. And if you fall off of the platform, you explode and die. And He's- so, last man standing is the mongoose sumo king. It, it's really fun, actually. It's the it only game mode I was playing modes, yeah. when I had Halo on my PC. I got I got like a seventy percent win rate on that. I love that game, which is amazing considering it's usually one v four or a four four person. Jared likes to jump the gun a lot. Yeah, he does. <laughs> so, player unknown battlegrounds has it shares the medical side that daisy h1z1 have right if you get shot a bunch it's not like you're just gonna go run over some med kit and it heals you you actually bleed out find out the medic yeah you have to find the medical supplies uh the same clunkiness that you're talking about applies when it's like well i don't know how to use bandages (laughs) like what what combination of buttons do i need to push on my keyboard to get it to work is it e maybe it's probably, I mean, that's a good enough guess. <laughs> that's when it's not E. It's like M. It's like the fuck. It's B for bandage. <laughs> yeah, I, I watched, uh, I watched a bit of it. It it seems pretty interesting. Um, it still does seem clunky, but if I'm going to play any of these games that are not free, this would probably be like the most likely one. Mm-hmm. I mean, I'm, I'm probably gonna get it, and then I'll tell I'll, you guys how it is. I'll get it when it hits PS4. I was, I was, um, one of the guys who's playing it. He loves, he loves to whine about everything. He's always complaining, and he's playing. He was playing the game for like four or five hours, and he's like, "Whatever you do, don't get this game." He's like, "Don't buy it." He's playing like two hours later still, and I'm like, "Yeah, I'll make sure not to get it." <laughs> <laughs> You're not having fun at all. 
<laughs> Fuck this game. Yeah. Is that Drew? Hmm. Oh no, this is a totally different group of people. Ah, uh, okay. Yeah. At first, I thought you asked if that's true. No, no, no. <laughs> we do have a friend Drew who just likes to throw money at everything. Is he the one with the supercomputer you were talking about? No, that's a completely different guy. Um, you have a lot of rich friends. Uh, this this one is by far my richest, and he's all he works in in uh, the tech industry. So like, he makes he makes a good sum of money working with computers, and he spends it all back on computers. Oh, so that also means he's not buying like the sh- the expensive shit that doesn't deserve to be expensive. He's buying like yeah, the, he's he's not the real buying steel like stuff. A, a gold plated uh i got this alienware like, case after market no exactly yeah. no he's he actually helped me custom build both of my computers and he helped kyle build his um which you know can do now like studio level um video like, editing. yeah video editing and animation so yes he knows he knows what he's doing with his computers and that's why i trust him when he says that the game must be really poorly optimized if his computer can't run it yeah because i saw the thing and like NASA got shot to the moon in a less complex machine than what he's got. <laughs> Granted, NASA got shot to the moon in a less complex machine than, you know, than our phones. Than our phones, and, yeah. but his is like a lot of our phones stacked on each other. <laughs> <laughs> all all hooked up through an auxiliary cable splitter. <laughs> Cuz all you need is the audio data. <laughs> um that's I don't know, that's about all I'm I've got for now. Besides talking more about the long dark, I'll keep it quick. How far do you guys think I am? Wait. For reference, as far as days how, far, survived, how far did you get last time? We said 17? It 12. was 12 days, yeah. 12, 17. Okay. I think a month at this point. I should, yeah, I should, um, I should actually state first off that um, I have played for another week now, roughly. About the same amount of time. Um, and I'm actually playing in two sandboxes. So I'm splitting my time a little bit. One of them I'm being very exploratory with. The other one is what I'm considering my like legitimate survival game. Oh, you've got a legitimate survival game? Yeah, I have one that's on a two harder months, mode. Two months, three days. I have a harder mode one, and then I have one that's on the easiest where I'm just exploring around. Two months, three days. And Neil? I'm going to stick with a month. Yeah, yeah, 30 days. I just hit 32 days before I came over here to record studio it's getting off. crazy i got i got mittens made out of rabbit <laughs> i've got a wolf skin coat i got deer skin boots and deer skin pants now all i need to do is shoot myself a bear and then i'll have a a like bear hide bedroll that also weighs like 40 pounds too bad you can't have a moose hat not yet <laughs> no moose hat yet that price right man price i really increase. hope that that's what what we get to craft out of moose so just out of curiosity since this game is still i'm assuming like updating somewhat regularly mm, i wouldn't say super regularly they probably won't have another update until the story mode releases. not like patches either for that matter or um the patches come with the big updates they okay. do a lot of their stuff in bulk so it's like version uh you know like 1.1.1 yeah well are you scared of losing progress with one of those updates breaking your saves? So actually, I think sometimes the updates will do that. I'm wondering if that's going to happen to this or not, but uh, it's okay because now I know what I'm doing. I feel pretty confident about it. I'll be sad to lose those things, but I'm getting good at 
I figured out the the map that I'm on pretty well, and there are several other maps, and and the one that I'm on is probably the easiest, and so I can move on to bigger, better challenges, and it's easier than packing up all my shit from the map I've established myself in, and then trying to travel and dying that way. That might be more depressing than just like getting it erased and then starting somewhere new. That's a healthy way to look at it. Yeah, it you got to stay positive. That's part of surviving, Neil. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, it's good. I learned a little bit more about how the uh, like each status condition system works, and and I I've learned that you should be starving yourself all the time. Like you should just always be hungry. And at the very end of the night, you eat, eat a little bit of food and sort of like hibernate and you recover back all that lost condition. Because otherwise, if your character's hungry, you're like, suck it up. We're doing shit. Do you think that's a problem with the system? Not necessarily. A lot of people think that this fasting system is not like they call it hibernation fasting. It's not realistic. And I totally agree. Um, and I've seen some ideas on how to adapt it by not having it. It's just this like linear uh, progression of loss condition and like linear loss of calories over time. And so there are some systems that people have like put, people have, have gone to great lengths to like describe what they think is a better way to do the math for it. And it looks really good, but I'm honestly not complaining right now. I'm still getting used to the game to the point where like, Exploiting this system is very helpful to me. Yeah. And that's fine. And it's a video game. It's never going to be like it's never going to be realistic. The other thing is too, I mean, it's a video game. Like if it was if it was super close to, to real life, you know, I'd just go ahead and start becoming a doomsday prepper or something. If I found it that entertaining, you would purposely get stranded in the northern Canadian forests. <laughs> Yeah, he's just he's just on a random airplane. I'm hijacking this plane, guys. Now I'm just drop me off. Run it into the ground. Yeah, (laughs) drop me off, please. Oh, oh shit! I forget. I'm not nearly as good at bandaging (laughs) wounds as I am in the game. I'll bleed out and die. Why are my wounds not immediately healed after bandaging (laughs) them? Oh shit! This isn't what I signed up for at all. Yeah. What if Resident Evil Seven was real? This. Med kit isn't or wait med med kit what the hell is it I don't know you play isn't it. it just an herb don't they do a green herb that, that's what they did in the past it's just yeah. you smash this plant into your <laughs> wound and you're like oh much better <laughs> feels good it's it's actually just the uh, coca leaf <laughs> and you get <getting> that <laughs> that cocaine release ooh tingly <laughs> <laughs> yeah I feel much better you're like still bleeding out but you just don't you don't really realize it too much of a high at that point yeah. But but that's about it. I've I've learned that freezing to death is is ultimately the worst thing. Like your um your condition depletes by one percent when you're starving per hour. Your condition depletes by one percent per hour. You haven't slept and you're like um, exhausted, and then your condition depletes by two percent per hour if you're beyond thirsty. So. In the cold, your condition depletes by 20% per hour. And then if you contract hypothermia, which I thought was a permanent status ailment, but now I don't, I think I'm incorrect in that. But when you do that, then it's 40% per hour of lost condition. So like once you've contracted hypothermia, which you've probably already lost at least 
one hour's worth of that like 20% condition at 100%, you're like, you're going to be dead real soon unless you build a fire immediately. Keep it going. With your second sandbox save, have you tried to subject yourself to hypothermia in safe conditions, meaning like you're outside of your hut? Right, just standing there waiting to freeze and then try and bring myself back? Yeah. I've thought about it, but right now I'm just trying to do some exploration stuff. I almost... There's this really precarious, like, there's a railroad track that goes over, like, a bridge area, and you literally have to walk from, like, one metal end of the rail where the rest of the wood has fallen out to the other side, and I've heard about people clipping through it or just, like, misjudging it and then slipping and just falling and dying, like, immediately, and I'm like, oh, God, that's too real. Like, (laughs) it's way too real. You can survive as long as you want, but you just have to slip on this small, like, metal railroad track and die. I can't complain about it because it's totally what would happen in real life, right? Like, yeah. you got a 50-50 chance you're making it across that rail. While we're on the topic of survival games, uh, <clears throat> I do want to bring up that Tiffany's been playing a lot of Subnautical lately. Have you seen it before? Never even heard of it. That's a new word for me. Subnautical. I hope I'm pronounced. I, I hope I have the <laughs> name right. <laughs> it's not Subnautica. It's not Subnautica? Maybe it is Subnautica. Mm, Super Subnautical. Subnautica Part 3. I'm just pulling up the first thing that comes up on my uh, Google search. Okay, it is Subnautica. Apparently, it's uh, based on the clothing franchise, Nautica. Oh, really? No, no. Nice. Because Nautica is not the full word. Wouldn't you think it'd be subnautical? Nautical? Whatever. It doesn't matter. Uh, I've been watching over her shoulder occasionally, and this game seems pretty interesting. It, like, from what I've gathered is your It's no man's sky, but underwater. underwater. And you're not jumping across different planets either. You weren't jumping matter. across different planets on no man's sky either. I, I guess that's true. You were going to the you're, same planet. You were clipping in into the systems. center of them because it was so buggy. Seems pretty interesting, though. And uh, I'm, I think I, that might be something that I might try and play in the future. Uh, it has an element to... This is me being a baby, but it seems like it has an element of horror to it as well, especially if you're exploring at night. The, the types the of creatures that come out. It's a scary place. Yeah, exactly. I'm afraid of deep dark water i i think that that's totally reasonable i am way more afraid of deep dark water than i am afraid of any of the other like primal fears like dark fine that's fine deep dark water not so fine did you see the creature that washed ashore in indonesia is it was it a giant squid supposedly a squid I, like a lot of people said that it looked more like a whale, but yeah, that thing is fucking scary. There's creepy shit in the ocean. Evolution follows a very, very different like selection process down there. <laughs> and, and the selection process is like big, bony, spiky, and nasty. Like how close to like other weird shit too. I mean, there's a reason that there's so much like bioluminescence down there and things look like giant space bugs. Yeah, it's... Yeah. Indonesia Sea Monster. Oh my god. So that's what washed up, huh? Wait, is that a tusk? Kind of looks like a tusk. Maybe. Enormous squid beak. 
Yeah, yeah. showing that's a picture. The, of the, the ocean is a scary place, and and you could Photoshop anything together and tell me that it lives in the ocean, <laughs> and I'll believe you. Yeah. it's really hard to argue with. There's those like, uh, what is it? There's those thermophile like uh, lipstick tube things. Have you ever seen those? They hang out near sea vents, and it's literally like a sea worm inside of like. Uh, it, it sort of like a calcitrated or or like um, mineral are deposit. You, are you type talking of about those shell thing? Those squirmy things in Ursula's uh, in uh, Ursula's lair. Kind of like that, I guess. <laughs> I haven't I haven't seen Little Mermaid in probably eighteen years. Thank goodness. It was a crap Disney movie, but ouch. I have no opinion. I yeah. don't remember it at all. I'm an Aladdin fanboy personally. Um, and Mulan. Mulan is also amazing. Mulan is great up until the ending. Yeah, when she just decides that domestic life sounds nice. I'm I'm glad you agree with me. It's here. the ultimate feminist movie until the end. Yep. When she marries, uh, you General can be an Chang. individual. Like you can be an strong. individual until you're ready to get married. <laughs> and yeah, now it's time to be a, like a woman again. A I thought lady. they I thought they made a Mulan too. They did. Yeah, they called her back for a country. When she's a soldier, she's a person. Fucking yeah. yeah, that movie. Up until then, it's great, and the music is good too. Be a man. Yeah, I could. I can sing along to almost all of those. Anyway, things in the sea are very scary. Almost scarier than the patriarchy in China. Is that Cthulhu? That, that looks like Cthulhu. Yeah. yeah, I just pulled up. Yeah, Cthulhu. I know that. I already know that lives in the sea. <laughs> <laughs> it's been confirmed. We played Bloodborne. <laughs> All right. Speaking of scary things, we have on the docket. You want to ask about anime? Yeah, I do want to ask about anime. So I was just trying to find something to watch recently, and I was like, I've never actually seen a Gundam anime. Like, I'm not even sure I've really seen much for Mecha anime either. Unless, no, I can say Gurren Lagann, but that's pretty different. Still, like, I feel like it has its own genre. Gurren Lagann. But it it has ooh. Would that be considered a Gundam or a Mecha for you, Neil? Okay, Neil's okay, got very so, strong yeah, opinions I know. on I know Mecha he versus does. Gundam. I, I feel but like I'm we talked sure about I've, it once before, right? I think we've talked about it multiple times. Really? I don't get tired of hearing about it though. I've got I've just got a vague idea. Gundam is like, is it supposed to be sappier? Because it's what I'm watching is definitely sappier. What what one are you watching? Iron Blooded Orphans. Oh, okay. And yeah. I do have to say, like as cheesy as it is, sometimes. They they end normally with this very like bluesy ending number, and I love it. It just it it's always like this bluesy fade out, and it it makes me think Cowboy Bebop for whatever reason. Even though there's no other similarity with it, I've heard some good things about Iron Blooded Orphans. I watched like part of the first season. They're on season two right now, right? Yes, that is and correct. I am on. I'm still like in the first. T- I think I just finished the first like eight or nine episodes of, of season it, one of season one i can honestly say i started the first five minutes of episode one and realized i didn't feel like reading anything so i just <laughs> never yeah, came back there's a lot of reading to do so i just never came back i was like this sounds like it's gonna be a real technical anime i'm gonna need to be in the yeah, right mindset it, i'll come back to it later so it's one of those where the action sequence is normally five to like eight of the total 20 minutes and then the rest is like dialogue and setting and story building the uh and i like it 
the thing I've said before is that, like, I mean, obviously the the biggest difference is one's called Gundam, one's called not Gundam, right? That's not your difference, though. We know that that's not your. His difference is story's got to be real, well, it, real it, complex it's and not intriguing. Just, it's not just like story as a whole, but like how I define the Gundams that. I, I don't know why I hate saying Gundam like gun, but there's no better way to say it in English. How do you say it in non-English? Yeah, in Gundam. Japanese you say Gundam. <laughs> Gundam. Okay, so um, so what's the difference between a mecha anime and a Gundam anime? <laughs> mobile suit, mobile suit. Uh, in particular, <laughs> the the good Gundam series that I've watched are like half political, half personal. That's totally what this is. I think the majority of the time, the good series, at least in my opinion, there are exceptions to every rule, obviously. Usually, there is some uh, metaphor being made about nuclear war in the process. Or, oh, totally. or straight out totally. nuclear war yeah. deterrent. Uh, well, because that's the source, right? Like, yeah. The U.S. had to go in and uh, drop, drop two atomic bombs on the Japanese and, and the... The impact was so intense that it literally embedded itself in the media that they produce. And the, for the next, you know, who knows how long. The original uh, Gundam series basically follows the aftermath of uh, like space colonies and Earth fighting. And so the, when you the say entire the original Gundam series, which Gundam series? Mobile Suit Gundam. Okay. Uh, Just making sure. Yeah, yeah. Because Gotta, there's like a th- hundred series. And then it's point. like the prequel to Mobile Suit Gundam, Gundam 0079. Yeah, Seven so nine. the next question is, I know there's one Gundam that is like very cutesy. Like, SD Gundam. Like a, I was actually going to mention that. Gundam what do you SD, think? Yeah, it's like Chibi Gundam. <laughs> I've so never is it, watched is it. Is it a Gundam show? <laughs> that's, what I, that's exactly what I was going to ask. I was in the middle of pulling up clips of it because it, it's... Yeah, I remember seeing this on Toonami, I think, when I was a kid. And it is, uh, here's a 30 second clip that's going to be played. Yeah, I've seen it before. I'm, I'm familiar with it, but I have never watched any of it. If that makes sense. They've Uh, got eyes, Neil. They've got eyes. They do have eyes and they use their heart and they they bring a lot of the different, uh, models from different series and several different universes too. If I'm not mistaken. So it's fan servicing robots. It's fan service, baby Gundam. Yeah. Entirely. But so is it Gundam or not? It's Gundam because they call it Gundam, I guess. <laughs> but is it like I, I I make this distinguish this distinguishment between like what I consider a regular mecha and a Gundam anime because if you watch Gundam Wing and Gundam G, is that is Gundam G the one where it's basically a fighting game? I have no idea. G though, Gundam, though Gundam did have some pretty legit games for the PlayStation Two. Yeah, there are some some nice ones. Uh, but like Wing G, there are certain yeah, Gundam series yeah, that, that are was, that official Gundams. G Gundam was literally with the, like um, the shining fist attack mm-hmm. or whatever. Yeah, yeah, it was the fighting game one. They're official Gundams, but they do not like they don't have what makes Gundam great. It's like Dragon Ball Z Gundam. It's a mecha. It's a mecha show at that okay. point. Yeah. Basically, what what it, it comes down to, if if Neil likes Neil the makes story, a gut check, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Neil likes the story. It's Gundam, or, or if it says Gundam in the title, then then it, I guess it has to be. Just yeah, I, I don't feel like it's fair for me to like <laughs> make the choice decision here because there are great mecha animes that do not have the same type of spirit. 
but it doesn't make them any worse than I like I like, I like Zoids. Yeah, where Was does that? Zoids fit into this? I barely remember. <laughs> Let's move on. Cookie, what have you been up to? <laughs> it feels like enough time in the spotlight. <laughs> uh I've been playing a lot of a whole whole lot of Diablo three. Just all the Diablo three. Right back on that train, huh? Yep. And so I've been kind of like wanting to jump into Diablo three for a while. And I don't know what actually like got me to actually like start playing it. But you, you've played it quite a bit in the past, right? Yeah. So me and Lizzie both ran through the story like multiple times and did the Reaper of Souls. We play on the PS- PlayStation 4. We've and got our level 70 characters, Paragon level 38, I believe. And you played through the Diablo 1 campaign on Diablo 3 when that came yes. out a few months ago. Correct. So what brought about this recent? There was, I don't even know, honestly. Like every once in a while, I just get the urge to turn on Diablo. And then the last time I turned it on, I was like, ooh, what's the seasons thing? That looks interesting and weird. We're on, it's on season 10? Huh. Never even noticed that. Then I turned it off. And last week I turned it on and I was like, Lizzie, you want to play some Diablo? She's like, yeah, that sounds like something we haven't done in a while. I was like, okay, cool. She noticed her brother was on. So we played with him and his wife. And we learned about the seasons. And two hours later, our level one characters were then level 70 characters. We got, we got mad, mad power leveled. By the stronger couple you were playing with? Yes. They are both level 70 characters, Paragon level 200 and blah, blah, blah. So what's the Paragon level? Just Basically, real briefly. So Paragon level is after you hit level 70, it's kind of like prestiging. Instead, it just says, okay. Now we're going to give you extra XP and you get to level up just certain characteristics of four main aspects of your character. So more levels for you. Have fun. And is that capped? I don't know. I am currently Paragon level 138 and brother and sister-in-law are Paragon level two something right now. So I don't know. Like two, one, 21. Two nine twenty nine, two hundred and like sixty something. Uh, mm. Been playing a lot of that. Witch Doctor for life. I mean, once you know, just like any good RPG, as the numbers go up, like that's what you're really getting out of it, right? Just watching that number go up, the damage get higher. That's it. Yeah. Actually, no, I'm getting out of Diablo the the loot. Oh, and of course, the, of the, course, and the brokenness of the loot. Oh, it's. So broken. So broken. Like, um, no longer difficult broken? So my sister-in-law uses a monk, and her armor set piece that she got for doing the seasonal thing allows her to have just a gobbledygook of followers, and they do, like, special things. And she's got an everyone die button. And that everyone die button is now on like a really short cooldown and then her group of followers she just recently got a buff for that that doubled the amount of followers that she has so she she went from five people to everyone die to 10 people behind her with everyone die when you say everyone die you mean that they the followers are going off to kill everybody yes not that they're sacrificing themselves for no reason okay no, it'd no. be cool if they exploded 
No, they they explode into elements. So there's like some rocks running around, some rivers, mm. tornadoes. I think I don't know. It's it's lots of colors. Are monks the summoners in this uh, game? No. No, 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 monks are are hand to hand. Yeah, yeah, I yeah. figured. No, but what, no, they're what's up not. With the sum, uh, are the followers then broken? <laughs> okay, very broken. Is part of the paragoning slash prestiging system giving your max classes attributes or skills from other classes? No. Okay. It's just kind of like one that I focus on does just enhances my intelligence because since i'm a witch doctor obviously i gotta be smart to throw vases full of spiders because <laughs> that's I what to, i do i man. need to calculate the trajectory of these spiders <laughs> funny how as you get smarter and smarter your ability to damage people using the same spiders and vase seems to, uh, to increase yeah yeah but um so yeah, so it's super broken and I'm super enjoying it. Like my brother-in-law uses a wizard. Every time he casts the spell, it starts a meteor shower. I better heal you. Oh no, a meteor shower too. <laughs> Pretty much. And instead of dying, if he takes critical damage, a giant meteor falls down on the ground. And once that hits, he gets 100% of his health back. And then he's got a second save that pushes everyone away, gives them 50% health, and gives them a bubble of immunity for a while. Is there friendly fire with those spells? No. Yeah, I figured. So it's too bad. God, it'd be so difficult. Yeah, it's pretty pretty broken. Is there any way you can get yourselves over your heads at this point? How do you mean? Like, Like you can actually face a challenge that may defeat you? Yes. So... Well, playing with the in-laws, we are playing on Torment level, I think we just hit 10. And for those who don't know who Torment levels are, the um, difficulty curve of Diablo 3 goes pretty much easy, normal, expert, master, Torment. And then Torment levels, because, you know, who doesn't like a challenge? So Torment level 10 is kind of like where we're at at the moment. Out of how many levels? I think it's 18 is what I can see. That's a, that's a pretty big number. Yeah. Does anything change from the torment levels? Yes. Like aside from the loot. damage multipliers, loot, that sort of thing. Like is it the same stages? Every mm-hmm. enemy's on fire. Pretty much. <laughs> <laughs> Actually pretty much. Progressively yeah, the fire that. gets stronger and stronger and hotter yeah they just start doing crazy AOE until damage. level 18 everyone is a skeleton of themselves obviously scarier that way <laughs> you, just, and you have to fight yourself at, at level 18 except it's a skeleton of yourself yeah mega scott no even better it's your skeleton so you are now skeletonless <laughs> <laughs> you're a pile of slush but yeah so like we randomly ran into a goblin I had never seen before and after we killed him they have treasure goblins. If you kill them, you get a lot of treasure. This one opened a portal, and that portal opened to a magical land full of teddy bears, unicorns, clouds, and rainbows and presents. Really? Really. Yeah. Yeah. That's the fabled unicorn level. And it was actually, it wasn't are, are the you, unicorn are level. Are you shitting us? No, I'm not. It wasn't the you. unicorn level. It was a different one. Wait, really? Yeah, there are multiples. 
Apparently. Yeah, man. That's that's the funny thing about Diablo is that there's this. We did the cow level as yeah. well. <laughs> <laughs> there's they don't there's take themselves several, seriously. Yeah, there's several absurd levels that you can access or enter that wouldn't make sense within the context of the game whatsoever. Yeah, I just looked up an image of someone dying in uh, Unicorn level. And it just says, you have died. Your items have lost 10% durability. And there's just a bunch of unicorns like standing over a dead body. <laughs> but it's like... Um, it sounds about right. So when we were on... So I think it's similar to the new unicorn level, but instead it's got more loot and less animals to kill. And we had to go back because we filled up on inventory four times before completing the area. Is there like a recall system or mm-hmm. some way to okay? Recall. That's an ultimate online a thing as well, oh. right? It's I also in league. It's no, also you're right. maybe it's that's also in uh, Heroes of the Storm, which is Blizzard League. <laughs> make their own fucking terminology that obviously wasn't stolen from Dota with League uh, as well. Who cares? <laughs> who cares? Dota sucks. Either way, Joking. just been been playing yeah. a lot of that and. At the behest of Neil, I've been getting into the economics and the uh, social implications of war in anime. I've been watching a lot of Mayo. Mayu. Mayu. I, I, I don't know how to pronounce it. <laughs> like, I just, I've heard how they say it in the anime, and I'm just like, okay, I'm probably not going to attempt to do that. It, it's good, isn't it? Oh my God. As soon as you said it's by the same people who made Log Horizon, I was like, all in. Yeah, I. I'm kind of at an impasse for that matter too, trying to figure out whether I'm going to watch the anime for Blog Horizon or just start buying the light novels. Because I know the anime is not going to finish it. God damn it. I just want the next season to start of the anime. Well, like, so I think they're up to 10 volumes of Blog Horizon. This is just a quick aside. Uh, and he's working on volume 11. I could be wrong. 11 might be out. The first two seasons are over 1 through 5 and 6 through 10. So they'd have to wait until volume 15 before they could make a season three. So basically what you're saying is, Chris, read. Read a book. Yes, maybe, but um, the the whole joke you could make about light novels are that like there are constantly delays as you wind up to the ending of the light novel. So by the time we actually get to a resolution, it might be a while until we can even read that. And even then, uh, like the creator of Vlog Horizon and Maoyu uh, got into some legal troubles with like tax evasion. So there's speculation that the company that was doing the anime no longer wants to associate with him anymore. Mm. So such a good anime. Anyway, so for those who don't know, Mayu, Mayu, Mayo, spelled M-A-O-Y-U, is an anime. Okay, sorry. <laughs> I hope everybody gets to enjoy how creepy it is. <laughs> it's an anime about... It's an anime about a hero. Aptly named Hero. Yusha, Hero, yeah. <laughs> he is, is the hero. Is it H-I-R-O? No, it's H-E-R-O. He's oh, Hero. All right. There are no character names in this. There one. are no character names, and I find that amazing. Yeah, it's pretty, it's pretty charming, actually. He, um... He goes off, there's a big war going on between demons and humans, and the hero, the hero of light has his posse, knight, magician, 
what's the old pervert's name? <laughs> it's not old pervert son. It's Archer or Gentleman Archer or something like yeah, that. Yeah, Gentleman Archer. So he goes off by himself to defeat the Demon King, saying, Oh yeah, I'm gonna defeat the Demon King. And he meets Demon King, the Demon King. Aptly name. Demon King. Demon King. Demon King. And turns out Demon King is a she. Demon Queen. And they actually talked about that. He's like, why are you not a queen? She's like, it's an antiquated title. Shut up. (laughs) So, and she's like, hey, we should get married and we should, you know, solve this war problem. And then she maths him into marriage. She goes, she goes full economics on him. He's like, I guess this makes sense. Marriage. It's like, here, read this economic report about how the war is helping out both sides and why we can't we you, like we, why peace isn't possible if you just kill me and he's like what is this parchment what <laughs> no it's paper don't you guys have paper yet the, the demon queen or king referring to we're humans. gonna need we're gonna need some research contracts after after we bring these two nations together pretty much and he goes oh this kind of makes sense and then she uses a metaphor of looking over a hill and he goes i understand this she's like let's get married he's like sure and she's got a thing about being fleshy She's very fleshy. She's got, useless, she's got a lot of useless flesh. Uh, I see. Okay. Lots of useless flesh. Anyway, so she's... Do, do you understand that, Scott? She's got, no? She got big boobs. Oh. She got big boobs and not strong muscles. That's not useless flesh. <laughs> she calls it useless. She's a demon. Uh, that's true. Like what yeah. she got to use it for, yeah. And it's got like just enough seriousness and just enough like humor in it for me. So like when you first meet her... She's wearing horns. Mm-hmm. And then after they get married, she quite literally takes, takes them, them off. off. Is it like Just, it's like a barrette type thing? <laughs> I, I feel the need to say that it's not even so much like a marriage. They're promising each other that like they own each other, if that makes sense. I don't uh, Hey, Headmaid said marriage is the same exact thing. There's a yeah, there's a character named Headmaid. She's the headmaid. <laughs> and so the first thing they have to do is like if, if they're going to create peace between these two worlds they've got to make sure the humans are going to live yep so they're not producing enough food if they stop the war and basically like so so they need to to prevent a famine pretty much so like the humans were blaming the um demons on this <laughs> oh, yeah. um this area that the skies turned dark and the the land turned infertile so basically they started blaming the demons for mm-hmm. that and the demon king was like, well, that's what happens when you chop down all your trees and burn it for coal. <laughs> it's like, well, what about the nation, like, the, the tin nation where the king was possessed by uh, like a demon? Um, and I can't remember everything he did, but like he did he basically, it was because all the mercury in the water, wasn't it? No, it was it was basically the demon king is like, well. That's what villains do. They do terrible shit and say they were possessed so they can get out of it. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> so basically, and she she basically goes to a small village and says, hey, I see you guys are doing this like this this weenie crop rotation thing. Yeah, this is this is called crop cycling. We need to get some soybeans in here. We need to put some nitrogen into this soil. Clover. She, she does clover, uh-huh. wheat potatoes and something else oh that that's another important thing she introduces the she introduces potatoes to, yep they didn't have potatoes they did before. not have potatoes she's like hey and this is a potato and she's like and they're like 
what's this? It's Sick. delicious. Yeah. And then, then some other maids come in and they're like, we prep this weird thing, how you like it, how you said to prep it. And it's just a bowl of mashed potatoes. And she gives it to the <laughs> other guy. And he's like, and it's real hearty and shit. Yeah. You should probably eat those. And he's like, oh my God, these are delicious. How long is it going to take for us to grow this shit? And she's like, a couple of weeks. We got this. Oh my gosh. I so, might watch this. this oh my God, really it's funny. so good. It's all about economics and oh, if things I wish I had when I was in school that would have made me more interested. If I, if I had Log Horizon in high school, man, I would have been a G. <laughs> a G. He'd be on Wall Street right now. Min maxing the shit out of those stocks. <laughs> I'm studying for that right now. <laughs> anyway, um, nice. you, you've taken an, an eight year uh, detour, but now we're getting hiatus. There. We're getting there. But yeah, so basically, and it's just an anime about economics and trying to make humans better, and everyone has aptly named their title, which makes me. The reason I called the the gentleman Archer a pervert mm-hmm. is because as soon as the Demon King walks in, so everyone who doesn't know she's the Demon King just calls her ma'am mm-hmm. because she's of high class. That, isn't she also called like Crimson Scholar? She's the Crimson Scholar. Yeah. It's her mm-hmm. other title as well. So like her maids call her ma'am. The the human maids that are no longer that are now human. Don't don't ask. Okay, that's fine. It, it's all convoluted in a good way, I guess. In like the best way. But so like she walks in and the gentleman archer goes, hold it right there. And, and all the people that know she's the demon king get real stressed. They're like, oh God, he sensed her demonic aura. And like at the point she was wearing a very low cut top, but uh-huh. she's wearing a cape over it. And she like closed her cape as she walked in. Oh. So he says, hold it right there. Walks up Everybody to her and everyone's him. like real nervous. Like, oh Shit, fuck, is what's going to happen? Yeah. And then he goes, can I see your breasts one more time? <laughs> he's like, he's like, stop right there, criminal scum. <laughs> can I see the vision of your chest one more time? Oh, man. And then the knight, aptly the, named the knight, knight, interferes. Hits him over the head and calls him a... Baka. Lech. You baka. Oh, yeah, Lech. Either way, it's, it's great. And the hero, the hero of light, he's too powerful. He's too powerful. He's so powerful, but he—he's the perfect representation of what he would be in that in that RPG or game that this is making fun of. At the same, well, you know, yeah, because he literally looks like he was yanked out of a Dragon Quest game. He does, he, and he doesn't look very impressive at all. But he's just like, he's just like, oh, big boss is coming around. Let me go smack him. Let me go smack yeah. him around a bit. <laughs> Teach him a lesson. It, it's not really even much of a spoiler to say that, like, his problem is uh or his problem his conflict is that like he is literally the strongest person in this entire series but he has absolutely no education he well is, he, he doesn't understand the consequence of his actions he right? he doesn't it, no no like he he's he's super thoughtful and stuff but he doesn't have any direct power that helps the people and i think when he realizes that in episode one it's like yeah i could i can save the day quote unquote but I'm not going to be able to feed the starving children. Right. I'm not going to be able to help re-educate all of these soldiers that have been born to she be soldiers. Up, Demon King sets up an education system. That's awesome. Like the 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 plot lines that deal with the church as well. It's all really interesting. Like I know. Yeah. Either way, been watching that and playing all the Diablo. It's a nice. It's nice to see that concept resolved by something other than like 
guts and determination or combat prowess or just, you know. The Demon King actually sent him on a mission to do something. And she was like, you're not done yet? He's like, no, I'm not done yet. She's like, dude, why don't you just use your destruction magic? You could have obliterated everyone. He's like, yes, everyone. (laughs) Even the people that are just trying to live their life. I'm trying to do this a better way, Demon King. God damn it. I am yours. You are mine. Let's let's dance. You smell good. That's the episode I just got done with. What's that, five or six? One of those two. Either way, she smells good. And she's got flabby, useless flesh. She gets real butthurt about it. About the flabby arms, like underarms or yeah, whatever. She's like, I've been doing calisthenics every day. <laughs> and she's like, Look at this. It's so flabby under my arms. He's like, You're beautiful. Shut up. So while we're talking about anime, or any series for that matter at all, we haven't quite decided what we're gonna do for our next let's watch or whatever. Watch along, watch a thon, something or other. We had a few ideas that we fancy have watch posted. party. Fancy watch party, the the fi- yeah <laughs> i'm not sure can we can we get a the watching ramen boil i don't I don't know for another time <laughs> yeah you're gonna need some time to think that one out I, I stick with fancy watch party so i had a few ideas um and i figured i could run them by you i did not learn of or i, I did not read into much to make sure i wasn't spoiled uh, the first one is Dan and Rampa. I have East of Eden. We have to watch that. Oh, you down, down with that? I'm down. Okay, oh it's God. been East decided. I love that. I love that. Oh uh, wait, you've already watched it multiple times. Oh, it's so good. <laughs> All right, so let's go over the other Damn ones it. real quick. Too. Wait, has Neil watched East of Eden? Mm-mm. No. Okay. Have you watched East of Eden? No. Oh, it's so good. I so here, that that's still tied for like quote unquote the top spot. I think I think right, two out right. of three of us is good because then we at least have one person as a quality gauge. What about Gosick? I haven't heard of it, or I've heard of it. I haven't seen it. Don't know I anything about it. Heard of it? Are seen it? And what's the English title? You like to throw in Japanese titles with me. I don't think I there's think an English the version title. of Gosick. 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 Gosike. All I see is that whatever the fuck it's, uh, however it's pronounced, G-O-S-I-C-K, has an 8.2 on myanimelist.net, which we all know is the premier place to check out your anime. Uh, All I saw was that it's in the detective genre and mystery genre from what I saw. And I was looking up like best mystery animes. Mm Mm-hmm. And this came up as the series one of mostly them. focuses on oh. person A and person B getting involved in different mystery cases and their struggle to solve them. At the same time, forming important bonds with different people in themselves. So maybe maybe it's not like an overarching theme. Then. Yeah, Gothic it might Lolita. be a serial thing. Hmm. Okay, hold up. There's more. Uh, there is Death Parade. I don't. I've heard of this and also don't know anything about it. I have also heard of this. And don't know anything about it. It's an 8.3. It's even better than oh, Gothic. Oh my Gothic. Gosh. I think it's on my queue on Crunchyroll, actually. And it's relatively recent uh, as well, for that matter. 2015 for the series. The results of which reveal what secrets, and then I stopped looking. That looks good. 
guy's got a mad haircut that's for freaking sure yeah let's do it drama mystery psychological thriller i think this is worth it i'm down we can do it none of us know what's gonna happen okay i'm down too but you guys should definitely watch eden of the east we we might have to watch watch both movies there are two movies by the way oh my god oh my god it's so good this is Ah. the one where the guy wakes up in dc naked holding a gun okay yeah yeah gun and a cell phone is he a terrorist he might be a terrorist what the fuck's going on i don't know he's got no memories Ah, it's so good. I think I think we should do that next. Okay, sounds good. I like this. Now on to news after a quick break from our sponsors. <laughs> 